0: on today's episode of locked on mariners the second half of the season is here and reinforcements are starting to arrive as the mariners look to make it 15 wins in a row in front of a sold out crowd at t-mobile park tonight we'll get you set for this weekend series against the astros and make some predictions for the second half of the year coming up colby hit it you are locked on mariners your daily seattle mariners podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Eh, eh. It's Friday, July 22nd, 2022. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by Bet Online today. BetOnline has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms with new episodes every Monday through Friday. I am your host, Tyden Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. We cover the Mariners over at InsideTheMariners.com for Fan Nation over on the Sports Illustrated Network. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at C Pat 11 at C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash control the zone. We post two additional podcasts on there every single week. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash control the zone. And if this is your first time joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast, Welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. Again, we are working towards our goal of 2,411 subscribers, 24 for Griffey, 11 for Edgar by the August 2nd trade deadline. And if we get there, we're giving away a sign Mitch Haniger card. So if you haven't subscribed already, please consider doing so. Please tell your friends, anyone who you know who is a Mariners fan or even if they're not Mariners fans, just tell them to subscribe anyway. Let's do it. All right. So, we are back. Baseball is back. It is amazing because this week has just Dragged along because the All-Star break and then the last couple days the Mariners haven't been playing any baseball. A lot of teams were playing yesterday to make up some of the games lost because of the lockout or the games rather delayed because of the lockout. Uh, And we just kind of, you know, sat from above watching as everyone else was having fun like Squidward in that one Spongebob meme. Uh, But (laughs) the Mariners are back tonight and it's going to be a very, very fun night at T-Mobile Park. One, they are revealing the 2023 All-Star Game logo. And of course, they're going to be doing that in front of a sold out crowd at T-Mobile Park. So I'm sure... Some of you listening right now are maybe on your way to the ballpark or getting ready to go to the ballpark, or maybe you're leaving the ballpark now. Uh, We're going to get you set for the entire weekend series for the Mariners and the Astros. We're also going to go over some over-unders for the second half of the season in the show, but I think we should start with the big news heading into the series for the Mariners. Kyle Lewis is back, reinstated from the seven-day concussion list. Justin Upton optioned to Tacoma and has elected free agency. So the Justin Upton Mariners era has finally come to an end. We'll always have that one home run. We'll always have that one home run. <laughs> Dang. So Kyle Lewis is back. He played a little bit of uh, outfield during his rehab set, but not a ton. He was still DHing quite a bit. What should expectations be here for Kyle Lewis coming back into the fold? That he plays two, three
1: times a week, mostly mm. at DH. Um, it's just, you know, I I'd love to be optimistic and and I've often been called a pessimist on this show by suggesting that reality is what it is, but we have very little evidence to suggest that Kyle Lewis can handle multiple games, full games in left field, let alone uh, you know. Playing out there two three times a week and then uh, you know DHing two times on top of that. So I think he's primarily your DH for a for uh, going forward. I would if you get one game a week out in left field for a little while, then I, I think that's probably the best you can hope for. Uh, they'll they'll work it in. They'll work it around uh, Carlos Santana, who's definitely going to get at bats and and you know we'll see how long Mitch Haniger is in pizza rehab, but. Uh, it's it's, you know, I, I don't think you can expect Lewis to play more than three times a week, uh, maybe pinch hit here and there. But I think for the most part, when he's off, he's off for the day. Um, and so I think what you're going to see is they'll play matchup. They'll look for and it's not just going to be lefty, righty. Uh, they're going to look for specific pitch types and things like that. So I like he might start tonight. He might start against Verlander. And even though Valdez, the lefty, is starting on Sunday, he might not face him just because of the matchup or mm-hmm. because they don't want to use him three days in a row. So uh, we'll see how it looks. Uh, looks he well in the four games he was up, he looked fine in the batter's box, It wasn't really running that hard. And but uh, you know when you put him back out in the outfield, a lot more things can go wrong. So sure. we'll see what happens. I would suspect that he probably. I'm gonna say he's he's gonna play in the outfield tonight actually. Um, I think they'll want to get Santana in the lineup as the DH mm-hmm. um, or first base depending on how Ty France feels. So I think we'll see uh, I think we'll see Lewis in the outfield tonight then we'll probably see him at DH tomorrow and then I bet he has Sunday off would be my guess.
0: Yeah, Justin Verlander starting tomorrow and of course. Oh well, you got you gotta the let sun. the
1: Sun yeah, you gotta let
0: the son pitch to the dad I have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you mentioned Carlos Santana uh, a moment ago, and I'm going to call a little bit of an audible here. We'll we'll talk more about the series in just a moment. But, I mean, have you seen Carlos Santana's baseball savant page lately? (laughs) My word. People have been sharing this around on Twitter over the last, I don't know, 24 hours or so. And this guy right now, I mean, there's just so much red on this baseball savant page. Uh, let me see if I can actually bring this up on the screen. We'll, we'll see if I can do this real quick, uh, before, because this, you guys just, you got to see this. You got to see this. Look at this. Uh, do I have this on the screen yet? Nope. Here it is. There we go. Boom. Look at it. Look at all the red. Look at all the red. Look at it. Look at it. It's so red. Is Carlos Santana elite?
1: (laughs) I mean, no, if you guys are just listening and not watching, uh 79th percentile average x of velocity 75th percentile hard hit rate uh 88th percentile x woba uh 88th percentile k percentage 99th percentile walk percentage 75th percentile whiff percentage 98th percentile chase rate uh, and believe it or not 63rd percentile and outs above average so uh yeah and that's that seems uh, that seems significantly higher than what it was when the Mariners acquired him um which has only been what two and a half weeks ago so Mm -hmm. i mean he's been great uh he's definitely kind of he's kind of that that addition that we talked about where it's like hey you can't wait for hanniger and lewis to get healthy you have to go get somebody to help you now and even though we weren't wild about that guy being carlos santana it was and he has been that guy so uh they're they're still going to continue to find a way to get him at bats i i I think the biggest nonsense issue, you know, going around Mariners social media right now is, oh no, how do we get all these guys at bats? I guess Ty France has to play second base. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does. You're going to be fine. It's you're going to be just fine. Um, and I I can't remember the Mariners ever having too many good bats, and that being a problem. So mm-hmm. uh, they'll find a way to get Santana in there. Like I said, I my guess is that uh, Santana will probably play you know two or three games this weekend. Uh, I would suspect we see him in there on Sunday against the lefty. He's a little bit better from the right side these days. So uh, we'll see. Maybe today's the day he gets off. I don't know. But uh, Santana will get plenty of at-bats. Lewis will get as many as he can handle. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the X factor. We don't know how many he can actually
0: handle. Yeah. I remember saying before the Santana trade happened, about a couple of weeks before that happened, when we were saying the Mariners need to make a trade now, it like they need to get their, you know, 2022 version of denard span basically and i think mm-hmm. santana has basically been that and then some for them yep uh so before we wrap up here with this segment let me ask you does the streak die this weekend
1: oh probably <laughs> but it was probably should have died in texas and it probably should have died in i mean well not the angels but it probably should have died uh you know a few times i mean it's just it's one of those things where it's like of course, your odds of your odds of winning this game are not any higher because you're on a 14-game win streak. That's that's not a mm. thing that exists. Uh, the the good news is tonight they are facing Urquidy, uh, and the Mariners have handled him pretty well so far this year. So we'll see. You Look at the pitching matchups. They're not as lopsided as some past pitching matchups. You don't have
0: Verlander going up against Marco, right? For example. So uh, yeah, we'll see. The, for for the first time in what feels like forever, the Mariners are actually going to throw someone other than Chris Flexen at uh, the <laughs> Astros with with Justin Verlander on the bump. Incredible! Right? Didn't know that was right. actually allowed to happen. Yeah, good for Chris Flexen. He's earned it. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. But Verlander's really tough. Valdez is is awesome. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and like we talked about this a few weeks ago, you're you're kind of entering the the last, you know, 20 games were against really beatable teams. Last 20, 25 games. And those are teams that you should play well against now. Mm-hmm. 22 of 25 is exceeding expectations. But um, now we're entering the, the stretch where it's like you're going to play Houston a couple times. You're going to play the Yankees a couple of times. This is where you kind of bear down and you find a way to navigate this stretch before the schedule lightens up again. So um, yep, they might get swept. They could sweep. I mean, and anything in between. Nothing's really can surprise you about this team right now. So how it looks, but I do think the pitching matchups are um, at least more favorable than they have been in past Astro series. And hey, mm-hmm. you know the Mariners have won three of their four series against Houston. So does the win streak die this weekend? Yeah, probably. Does it really matter in the just grand scheme series. of things? No. Just win series. Yeah, just you know, just. Avoid disaster, um, mm-hmm. and there's no reason to believe that the the Mariners can't win this series against Houston. They've done it three times already this year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, just go along for the ride. That's basically mm-hmm. what you got to do with the Mariners. There's going to be ebbs and flows. They are going to lose a game at some point. It's going maybe to two happen. in a row. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't get ahead of yourself, there, bud. All right, so let's uh, let's focus on the bigger picture here. Second half of the season as a whole starts tonight. The Mariners have 69 games left in the season. Nice. And uh, we're going to be doing some over unders over the next uh, couple segments here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast. But first, a reminder we are brought to you today by LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and And for free, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day just like you do here every single day. We greatly appreciate your support which nfl stars move the betting line the most starting july 18th locked on gives you the 50 most valuable players in the nfl from the odds makers over at bet online available july 18th on locked on nfl wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube just like us so the second half begins tonight for the mariners the stretch to hopefully ending the 20-year playoff drought has begun and so we are going to get in some predictions here we're going to do some over unders we have seven in total and we're going to do a few here in this segment we're going to do a few in the last segment and then you'll be done with us for the uh for the weekend so let's start with one guy that we talked about in the last segment and another guy who should be kind of following the, the well actually you did mention him you did mention him earlier. You mentioned that he is, of course, in pizza rehab. <laughs> Mitch Haniger and Kyle Lewis. Can they combine for one and a half F four? Are you taking the over or the under here? Over, just barely though. I, I think it's pretty close.
1: Uh, just because I don't, I don't know how many games these guys can actually play. It, it's you know, war is kind of an accumulation stat. Yeah, do good things well. Uh. uh for an extended period of time, so you figure if each one is in forty five ish, I would say. Um, then I think you're probably get like one war, and I think I think Lewis can get uh, maybe a couple or like point four four five. So I think it's going to be pretty close, but I would take the over.
0: Yeah, I'll take a slight over on this one. Mostly because defensive value or lack thereof is certainly going to hurt Especially if these guys are taking a lot of DH reps because that just automatically kills your defensive value on on fan graphs if we're You know specifically using f4 here Um, But I think they end up doing maybe 1.8 to f4 Hopefully beyond I mean it would be great if they did beyond that But I I would say maybe that you know, they've fallen somewhere like the 1.7 to 2.3 range on that F scale. All right. So second one, obviously the Mariners rotation has been remarkably healthy over under Mariners use six and a half starting pitchers, openers not included.
1: Uh, over. Mm. I just, it's, it's impossible for me to imagine that the Mariners are just going to go through this entire year without one of their five starters missing time. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I think you're going to acquire a new starter anyways. I think George is going to get his starts, and then I think you are still going to have to, you know, roll with Tommy Malone at some point for a start here or there. So I'm going to take the – they've been incredibly lucky so far. I just – I can't imagine that continues because the luck they've had in their rotation health has just been incredible. So I, I, think, I think, you know, the bills come due, and, and at some point the Mariners are going to have to – you know, grit their teeth and start start Tommy Malone or Justice Sheff, somebody like that. So,
0: hmm. and of course, you know we're gonna see the the starting five that they've had all year over the next five days. George Kirby is gonna get called back up. He'll he'll be part of that. He'll start one of these games coming up here. So that's already five right there. We know that Jerry Depoto is deep in the starting pitching market. So even if they stay healthy. You know he has talked about adding someone that can fit near the top or the middle of their rotation, and someone that can also share some innings with with George Kirby at the back end as well. So that's seven, right there. So I'm yeah. going to take the over. So even so, and that's not even accounting for health. You know, for guys getting hurt. So right. I think that's a clear, easy over for me. All right, over under. Jerry Depoto makes two and a half trades
1: over uh i'll I'll take the over here i i I think two and a half is the right number uh, because i think what might happen here is i think jerry might acquire multiple players in the same deal yesterday we talked about a a drury and castillo trade i think that might happen and if he does that then it's one less trade he has to make because he's filled two holes in one trade so Mm -hmm. um, i think he's going to acquire a starter i think he's probably going to acquire another starter um it's probably a back end guy. It's probably somebody like Ryan Yarborough um, or Drew Smiley or somebody like that. Um, but I think he's gonna acquire two starting pitchers and then I I I don't know, call it a gut feel or whatever, but uh I think I think Whit Merrifield's gonna be a Mariner here in a couple of weeks. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I I mean their asking price last year was ridiculous, but we know the Mariners circle back on guys and and Whit Merrifield is a guy who can play center field, he can play right field, he can play second. He's even played some first. This is a guy who you know can actually fill in a lot of the gaps that you have right now, including second base and backup center field. And he had some athleticism. His market is is probably way down. You can probably get him for thirty cents. What the Royals said you had to give them last year, uh, which was already like ridiculously high. But I don't know. I I just gut feel. I think Whit Merrifield's probably a Mariner, uh, and I think they're going to add at least. A, at least a, a decent starter and, and a reliever. So I would take the over, but I think two and a half is a really good number.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go over here and say that they make three. Yeah. Because if I had my way, at least, it would be at least three because there are some relievers that I really like because, again, I mm. want them to bolster this bullpen. I think that it's really, really important here not to let that fall by the wayside, even though the bullpen has been the best in baseball for the last three weeks. Add to it. Please add to it. You'll thank me later, <laughs> you know, because bullpens are fickle. We don't know. We, mm-hmm. we we don't know. Guys could get hurt. Paul Seawall could get hurt. Diego Castillo could get hurt. You know, so, someone, uh, you know, one of your high leverage arms could get hurt. And then your <laughs> your bullpen kind of starts to, to fall apart a little bit there. So get deeper there. Get deeper. On top of that, the rotation, I, 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 I don't know if they're going to be able to land a Luis Castillo or Frankie Montes or what have you. But I think that they're going to land someone, if not two starting pitchers, as you said, and then I, they're going to add a bat. I I would be shocked if they left the deadline without adding some sort of bat. I don't know if it'll be an incredibly impactful one, but someone that does help. Someone that is an upgrade over, say, Abraham Toro, Adam Frazier, etc. cetera. Right. So I think they make at least three trades there and possibly four, maybe even five, depending on if you know, all the stuff that they want is just spread out across the league. All right. So final one here for this segment over under Ty France records 79 and a half hits. And so the reason why I put it there is because he's on his 69 game pace for this year would be 84 hits. about 84 and a half. So I dropped it down to 79 and a half. How do you feel?
1: I, uh, that's more than a hit per game. So, um, Significantly higher than a hit per game. Uh, I will take the under. I actually think that Ty France isn't going to play as much as maybe he did last year because they are going to want to keep Santana's bat in there at some point. And France still has the elbow thing. I know he says it's better and it looked really good in Texas, but I still think that's going to come into play. And and hey, if you have a viable bat to give Ty France, you know, two of every 10 games off. Why wouldn't you do it? I mean, the fresher he is, the better. So I'll take the under. I don't feel good about it because I, I, I don't know how I feel about Ty Francis' health right now. So I'll sure. take the under. But, I mean, I, he could end up with 90, and I wouldn't be shocked. It'd be mm-hmm. really pleasant. I'd be pleasantly surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked. So, But I'll take the under.
0: I'll take the over. It's Ty France. Go. That's my reason. Basically. It's 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 Cy France. It's
1: legitimate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, yeah, the the elbow is a little bit of a concern, but this is one of the best hitters in our game right now. Just pure hitter. Just, he's going to be able to, to rack up hits. He's going to get multi-hit games. That's going to help. That's going to help with uh, averaging out, you know, more than a hit uh, per game. So I, I think he gets there. I think he probably gets to what his 69 game pace is, which is about 84, 84 and a half. So, um, Yeah, I I expect big things out of him continuing coming out of the All-Star break here. All right, so coming up, do we think Robbie Ray can keep hot? We're also going to be talking about Julio Rodriguez. Can he be a 30 home run, 40 steal guy? And then how many games are are the Mariners going to win here? Right. I think that's the important question, the most important question here, that's on everyone's mind, certainly on my mind. We'll be talking about that in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sporting wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action and Bet online is where the game starts. All right, so let's hop right back into these over unders. Colby, over under. Robbie Ray posts a two five ERA.
1: Over, but I also don't care about this one. ERA is a flawed stat, anyways. Sure. Um, that's a lot to ask uh, because at that point, what you're asking him is to basically be a number one for like mm, four months. Out of mm-hmm. six, i I don't know if I see that, but uh, yeah, this one is is the, the low stakes one. I don't care because if he's at two five one, like is that dramatically different than mm-hmm. if he's at two two, four eight? Mm-hmm. No. Um, yep. so I'll take the over, but also I just I don't to be honest, I don't really care. <laughs> just pitch well.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, I'll take the over, but I'll, I'll say that he lands somewhere under three. I think he can be a sub-three guy for the rest of the way, just after seeing sure. what he's been able to do over the last month. You know, of course, ERA doesn't factor in fielding and, and stuff like that. That's why it is a flawed stat. So some of that could be completely out of Ray's hands. You know, there could be a blow-up start or two that, that certainly inflates things as well, and then he pitches great outside of that, but yeah, so I I would say, just knowing though what what he's been able to do here, how the the sinker has played really well for him, and, and has may has given him basically a more sustainable repertoire. I I, I think he's going to be able to uh, to stay in that range. All right, so over under, Julio Rodriguez hits thirteen and a half home runs and steals 18 and a half bases so you can do the over under for each of these uh, categories it's not for both Uh, but basically the question in a more simplified form is do you think julio rodriguez finishes with 30 home runs and 40 steals
1: no i think he finishes with 30 home runs i don't think he's going to steal 18 and a half bases uh fun note on julio rodriguez he has attempted just one stolen base since july 5th so Mm. i don't know if that's just you know because he's hitting home runs he's not on first base as often uh, I don't know if that's an intentional game plan thing I don't know if Julio is maybe got a, a sore wrist or a sore you know ankle or, or something that's maybe like eh, let's not push this and so I don't know so it's definitely possible that Julio comes out and he just starts running like a wild man in the second half um, but you know the fact that he's attempted one stolen base he was caught stealing by the way in the last 17 days. I don't know, kinda of makes me think that maybe there's somebody else kind of pumping the brakes on Julio a little bit to try and keep him healthy. We saw the Angels do this with Mike Trout mm-hmm. um a few years back. Uh so I think Julio will will run more. I just don't think he's getting a forty. Um home runs, he seems to be on a nice little run right now. We're talking mm-hmm. about two and a half months. He has to hit, you know fourteen. Yeah. It's gonna I think it'll be close, but I think he can do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'll take the over on the home runs. I'll take the under on the steals just because of the like you mentioned, the uh volume of, of stolen base attempts has greatly diminished as of late. And so if that continues, I mean there's just there's not gonna be a chance. Yeah. I mean he's he's at twenty one right now, but he's been kinda hovering around the twenty range for a while because the, the volume has just gone significantly down. So I just I don't know if he's going to be able to get enough attempts to to make it happen cuz he is going to get caught stealing a couple times on, on some of those. Yeah. So, um yeah, but I I think he's going to smash the um the home run one. I I think I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting to like 35, honestly. So, um right. over under Mariners win 39 and a half games. That so so 40 games or sorry, 39 wins would get them back to 90 from last year. 40 gets them to 91. 41 would get them to 92, which made the playoffs last year. Doesn't
1: seem like it's going to take 92 to get there this year, though. Mm -hmm. Which would make sense with the extra
0: playoff spot. By the way, these are great odds for the Mariners because they only have to go like 40 and 29 to get back to where they were last year or get back to uh, to a game better, better than where they yeah. were yeah
1: do i want to get demolished in the comments or not is the question <laughs> because the schedule after this little 20 game stretch is quite favorable but it's not like there aren't any tough teams on that schedule and it's not like this 20 game stretch really isn't all that difficult it is so mm-hmm. um i am going to take the over and I'm gonna say the Mariners win fifty nine of sixty nine. So nobody can roast me in the con uh <laughs> I I think I'll probably go ahead and da, 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 da. I'll take the over because I think they're going to get better in the next few weeks, but and because the schedule does lighten up after the next two weeks or so. However, I think when I say over, I'm I'm doing like forty and forty or forty one wins, not 48 to 50, you know, so, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I guess I'll go over, but it's, it's pretty close.
0: The Mariners are going to win 46 games in the second <laughs> half of the season.
1: They're going to go 46 and 23. Yes. They're going to finish 30 some odd games over 500.
0: Yes. <laughs> when they get, cause they're going to need to get significantly better here. I think the, yeah, significantly better,
1: but I mean, what do they have now? 51 wins.
0: Yeah, they have 51.
1: You think they're gonna be a 97 win team? No, you
0: don't. Get out of here. Get out of here. Ty always the the schedule, the schedule plus the additions that they're going to make. I'm a believer, man. I believe in the Seattle Mariners. I believe that the Mariners always aimed for mass appeal. So the the Mariners, hold on, hold on. The Mariners are going to finish this season. I said this a a few weeks back that there was a path to this, or about a a week or so back that there was a path to this, that the Mariners are going to finish as the third best team in the American League. At 97 wins, you're saying they have a shot at the division. Yeah. But they're not going to make it because the Astros are probably going to win 100 plus. I really do think that's going to happen. So. All right, man. But I think they, I think they make things interesting. I, think I will we take,
1: actually, I, I will take the under on 96 wins. I'll tell you that. Sure. Much, yeah. But, go for it. Go for it. Go for but, it. That's totally fine. I mean, I, hey, I'm mean probably
0: gonna get exposed here, but you know, what? I hope you're right. I've, I mean, I've, I've underestimated this team so much on this show that I'm, I'm, I'm shooting a little bit. That here. must I, suck. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody
1: who's gotten every prediction right about them, uh, I mean, yep, like,
0: yep. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Well, I hope you're right, but uh, I. I would not bet money on it. So I think uh, we're going to be here on this show in September, and there's going to come a, uh, come a point when we are talking about the division. All right, I hope you're right. It, it I think could it'll start be a long weekend. shot, but I think I think we'll I think we'll be talking about the division. Yes, it could start this weekend. This is a very big series. If you want them to mm. actually be involved, kind of have to sweep.
1: Yeah, yeah, because no, you're only going to play them what six more, t- seven more times, four more, six times. or seven. 30. Well, I mean, I at this weekend, too, counting this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. So, so seven. Seven,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: No. You kind of have to win, like, six of those, so, I mean. Also, I, I just d- think the Astros are really good. I don't think they're actually going to compete for the division. I just think there's going to come a point where it's like, okay, maybe they're five back, and it's like, I know, oh, like, I, I don't You, I like, don't know. squint and look really yeah, closely, yeah. and you
1: can kind of start to talk yourself into it. Yeah. I, I think, mean, great. I think we're going to get to that point. As long as we avoid the 1995 comparisons, I'm fine with that. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, I mean, I hope you're right. I really do. I just mm, still well, feels like 90 is 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 a pretty good number. Uh,
0: well, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, let us know what your over unders are. I should have said this at the when we started this, but let us know what your over unders are for all of the categories that we went over. Uh, and uh, we uh, will check those out. We'll love to hear what you guys think or email us if you're listening to us right now at lockdownmariners at gmail.com. So that is going to do it for this week's slate of Lockdown Mariners. That And thank you so much for joining us here on the show for Colby Patnode I'm Titan Gonzalez be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners you can follow inside the Mariners at inside Mariners you can follow me at Dane Gonzalez that's T-A-N-E G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at C Pat 11 at C-P-A-T-1-1 you can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode whether you're listening or watching it thank you again for making us your first listen of the day just like you do here every single day now make your second listen of the day a Locked on MLB prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the mlb stars of tomorrow it's free and available wherever you get your podcast just like us and with that have yourself a beautiful baseball weekend and we'll see you on monday go ems